When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello and welcome to the 49ers First and 10 podcast, 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Polares, and a special guest on today's episode, John Boyle, the Seattle Seahawks senior reporter. John, thanks for joining the podcast. Thank you for having me. Happy to be on. Definitely. So the Seahawks are coming off a tough loss against a divisional opponent, just a point away. It was 17-16 against the Rams in Week 11. John, what are some of the biggest takeaways from that game, and how are the Seahawks coming into this week's contest against the 49ers? Yeah, a couple things from the last game. Uh, One that they've really been harping on is the penalties. That's been a little bit of an issue all season, but it really came up last week. They were penalized 12 times for 130 yards. Uh, two third down penalties on the last two Rams scoring drives when they thought they had stops. So um, just, you know, not hurting themselves. They recognize the 49ers are too good of a team to be sloppy against. So that's a big one. And then just the offensive inconsistencies, they've had really good stretches and, you know, in games and throughout the season. And then they kind of get quiet at other times. We saw that last week. They scored on their first three drives, and then they managed just a field goal the rest of the way. Yeah, and Lindsay, after reflecting on San Francisco's win against Tampa Bay on Sunday, what aspects of the 49ers game did you like to see? And then on the flip side, what are some things the team needs to tighten up before heading into Seattle? Yeah, on the offensive side of the ball, I think it's just been really great to see the 49ers over the last couple games uh, just incorporate the deep ball and really – Uh, Like Brock Purdy said, make teams respect you in that way. Um, You know, we had the 66-yard touchdown reception by George Kittle against the Jaguars and then against the Buccaneers. It was a 76-yard bomb to Brandon Ayuk. So I think that's been really fun to watch and just a kind of newer wrinkle in the 49ers offense. And um, like I said, just something, something else that defenses certainly have to plan for. I think in terms of just tightening things up, head coach Kyle Shanahan pointed it out is that they want to just tighten up as they defend against the screen. Um, It's something that they're continually working on. And I think especially with Seattle having Zach Charbonnet and that being kind of one of the things that he's really flashed this year, it's something that they're definitely trying to tighten up as they head to Seattle today. All right. Well, it's been a very short week. The 49ers are heading over to Seattle today. Lindsay, are there any injuries we should monitor ahead of Thursday night's contest? Yeah, so we've had another offensive lineman 
appear on the injury report, and that is guard Spencer Burford. He did not practice. Monday was a uh, kind of a just an anticipated practice participation report, and yesterday he also did not practice. So I would say that's the newest injury to keep an eye on. Um, we'll hear more from head coach Kyle Shanahan, um, or at least a practice participation report at some point today uh, to know more about him. Uh, defensive tackle Javon Hargrave was limited with a thumb injury. And then Aaron Banks, who has been dealing with turf toe for the past few weeks, uh, continues to be just a big question mark. But he uh, finally had a, his first practice on Tuesday. So he's trending in the right direction. But again, we'll get more info later today. And John, there's quite a few names on the Seahawks injury report what are the latest updates on Seattle's health status? Yeah, I mean, obviously the big one is going to be Geno Smith. He was able to be limited in practice, which is encouraging. Um, he did, you know, obviously he came back and finished the game and they're not worried about any structural damage to his elbow, but it's more just, you know, pain tolerance and the swelling affected him. So Pete Carroll sounded optimistic he would play, but obviously that's going to be the biggest question mark. Um, Kenneth Walker, the third, their starting running back left the game with an oblique injury. Um, we'll get you know more details on his status later, but Pete Carroll didn't sound overly optimistic on him. Uh, the other name to watch right now is DK Metcalf. He popped up on the injury report with a toe injury yesterday. Um, you know, he's, he's been tough and played through a ton of things throughout his career. I think he's missed one game due to injury. So, uh, I would, I would bet on him being available, but again, we got to wait and hear a little more from Pete Carroll on that. All right. So with some question marks surrounding a few key players of Seattle's offense and their status for this week's game, John, what are your initial thoughts on San Francisco's defensive unit and how the matchups are looking there? Well, I mean, it's really good all over the place. So the, you know, there's there's not a lot. This is one of those teams where you can look at, okay, here's where you target because this is the obvious weakness of this defense. So again, this goes back to, you know, off the top when I talked about they they know they need to be cleaner and whether that's avoiding pre-snap penalties, those have been drive killers for them sometimes. Um, they've been a little better about the turnovers, but they had a stretch where they're turning the ball over. I think it's four straight games with multiple turnovers, so they know they need to be clean with the football. Um, and then big thing for Pete Carroll is always going to be balance on offense. They're not going to force the run, but they want to have that available to him. So if he is out, Kenneth Walker, they really like what they have in Zach Charbonnet. Um, then they have a rookie, Kenny McIntosh, who has not played yet this year because he was on injured reserve. But if Walker can't go, he'll be involved. And I, I think they really like kind of some of the playmaking ability he has. So more than anything, I think it's just trying to be balanced and just being as close to mistake free as you can be because you can't, you know, you can't help this defense out as good as they are. Yeah. Now looking at the leader of the 49ers offense, Lindsay, what have you thought of Brock Purdy's performance in the past couple of weeks? And what are your expectations for his matchup against Seattle's defense? Yeah, I mean, Brock Purdy has really come out of the bye and just hit the ground running. Uh, he followed up a uh, a game in which he posted 148.9 passer rating against the Jaguars and achieved that very elusive, perfect passer rating against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he's just been playing lights out. This last game, he connected on 21 of 25 passes, 333 yards, three touchdowns. Um, you can tell the connection with the receivers is absolutely there. Um, so really, he's he's playing exactly the way you want him to be playing at this point in the year. Um, and this will be his th second start at Lumen Field, third against the Seattle Seahawks. Um, and he did mention that this is a completely new team with new threats to plan for. Um, so he's not trying to lean 
in that way on the experience, but it is helpful to him that he has started at Lumen Field just because of how loud that place gets, the energy of that place. So I think he does have stuff to pull from from his previous starts. And this time he's heading to Lumen Field healthy. If you remember last year, he was dealing with a broken rib um, and had to play through that and was able to still clinched uh, the NFC West with the 49ers. So just a completely new ball game as they head up to Seattle today. And he had a big performance, like you mentioned last week, connecting with Brandon Ayuk on some deep throws. But what do you think of Seattle's secondary? How is he going to fare there? Yeah, I think uh, one person that has been highlighted in the Seattle secondary, of course, is first round pick Devin Witherspoon. Uh, Head coach Kyle Shanahan spoke about him, just an absolute ball hawk and has been as productive as you would have hoped a first round pick would be. Um, Certainly someone that they'll be keeping an eye out on. Um, But again, 49ers looking to bring their best up up to the Pacific Northwest. Definitely. In a contest like Thursday night, Thanksgiving football gives players a platform to really shine. So John, if you're looking at any player to really have a big game tomorrow night, who do you think is rising up for the Seahawks? Yeah. I mean, going back to what, what we were just talking about with the Seahawks defense, it's, it's a way different unit than I just looked at the playoff game last season in January. There's only two starters that will be on the field for the Seahawks today or tomorrow um, that were on the field for that game last time they played. So it's a vastly overhauled defense. Um, And there's just a couple guys that, you know, have really popped this season. You guys just mentioned Devin Witherspoon. He just seems to make plays all over the place. And then Boye Mafe, he's a guy that was kind of quietly coming along as a rookie last year, and now he leads the team in sacks with seven. Uh, he just This last game was the first one without a sack for him in seven straight games. So um, he's a guy I think they're really counting on, hopefully him and the rest of that pass rush, to maybe make things a little uncomfortable for Purdy. And John, a fun thing we like to do here on First and Ten before any big game is some bold predictions. So do you have a bold prediction for this contest? Um, I am going to boldly predict... No Seahawks turnovers against a 49ers defense that is incredibly good at taking the ball away. All right, Lindsay, a big divisional game on a holiday night. Any bold predictions for this matchup? You know, I'm going to go ahead and give Brock Purdy another 145-plus passer rating because he's just on a roll. So let, let's do that. <laughs> Faithful, tune in to this game Thursday. The Week 12 matchup is set to kick off at 5.20 p.m. Pacific time on NBC. But that will do it for today. Thank you so much, Lindsay and John, for joining me in this update. Don't forget to follow First and Ten on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.